greetings this evening in the name of our risen Lord. What a wonderful testimony it is that we have from uh, Bishop Marvin Sapp. We have been kept by the Lord. No one but the Lord has kept us, watched over us. He's not only kept us physically, but he has been the keeper of our souls. And for that, we are so grateful. Thank God for all who have joined us on tonight. And we certainly thank God for the presence of one of our uh, prayer warriors and anointed uh, members of our staff, the Reverend Lorraine Dantzler. She is here tonight to lead us in prayer, and we yield the line to her now so that she may uh, minister to our hearts on tonight. Reverend Dantzler. Thank you, Reverend Elaine, for this wonderful and privilege to be able to join everyone in prayer. Good evening, family. I was excited when I was asked to share tonight because I've been uh, seeking the Lord about what would he have us as a family that joined together on this prayer line to do. And I was taken and looking at several scriptures, so I am going to briefly share my reflection, and then we shall go further into prayer. I believe that tonight we're looking at something that says more power in our prayer life. Uh, Luke 6, verse 45 says that a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil for the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And I thought, my Lord, (laughs) we have to be careful what we say and what we do. And the more time that we have spent over these last few days and weeks uh, seeking the Lord, whether it was through a worship conference or at the prayer summit, I recognize and realize that it it is God's desire for us to live and learn. It is God's desire for us to begin to 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 build ourselves up so that the body of Christ is able to lift the prayers that we need to lift it with the concerns that are now going on, that we have been freed for a reason, that we have been called to a life of freedom. So my brothers and sisters, I thought tonight that I would share with you as I went for a walk. I went for a walk so that I could be separated and, and spend some time in some quietness uh, even though there was a little noise on the street and cars going by and some hammering going on, the grass was being cut, I, I still wanted to get out in order to think. I-, I wanted to get out to even stop thinking. I, I wanted to get out to reflect and-, and, to- and to look at what the Lord had done. So I looked in the sky, I looked at the trees, I looked around me, and I began to evaluate and to think about Uh, some decisions that I needed to make. And it it became easier as I walked and I spent more time. And I said, the next time I walk, I'm going to walk. I'm going to carry a little weight. I'm going to carry something in my hand, a little weight. Uh, Much like the beginning of a weight training program, just to build up my muscle. You know, muscles can get weak and and, and just uh, need to be retrained. And so I didn't want to retrain myself incorrectly, so I thought, let me start slowly. But we as followers of Jesus also have to build up our faith. We build up our faith by reading God's Word. We build up our faith by being around other believers. We build up our faith by uh, retaining information that has been given and then applying it to, to our lives. But we also retrain our thought process. 
so that it lines up with what we're reading in the Bible. So when we lift weights, we need a spotter. Weights are a little bit more than what I'm talking about carrying in my hand, but when you're lifting heavy weight, Glory to God. You might need a spotter to help to encourage you or even to challenge you, to assist you with the burden that's heavy. And that's exactly what this group that assemble on this line does. We gather together to encourage each other and to pray with each other. And it's designed to give us a certain understanding and a membership and a gathering so that we can live in freedom. When we're on this prayer line, we have the freedom to pray in our own spaces. When we're on this prayer line, we're not just listening to somebody pray. We're actually joining in, even if we're just saying, amen. As we learn to lean, we learn to live. As we learn to do things, we're learning it maybe to teach it. As we're learning to trust in God, in faith and in prayer, our walk may look different. It may sound different, and we may recognize that the Word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. God commands that where we are and what we do, He desires it for what we do, for it not to be a burden, not burdensome. But we get on this line and we, we, we participate in prayer or we start our day in prayer, drawing closer to Him and learning to hear His voice just so that our hearts can be for his, just so that we can simply be able to speak past some situations or issues that we may encounter during the day. My God, just walking to the store, walking to your car can be a challenge. So there's a place that we need to live, and living in the presence of the Lord is where we have access to And so we're thankful that God has a place for us, but he also has some work for us to do. And so we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Romans 9, 4 is another scripture that I looked at. It says, there are the people of Israel chosen to be God's adopted children. God revealed his glory to them. He made covenants with them. He gave them his law. He gave them the privilege of worshiping him and receiving his wonderful promises. <laughs> to me, that was amazing. It, and all of this happens because of the finished work of the cross. So we're, we can declare that we are righteous, and that righteousness came before God. And so, therefore, we have this wonderful build up on. And in that building up, and in that growing, there's a part Lord, that we have to do. We can continue to recognize. We can continue to do great works. We can continue to walk in his wisdom. We can continue to grow. We can continue, certainly, to renew our mind to whatever opportunity God has for us. We can participate, and we're supposed to participate. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to renew our thoughts, to renew our attitudes, to check us every now and then, to remind us of the things that we need to to, uh, let go of. There are opportunities that God have a desire for us to grow and for us not to stay the same. If death and life are in the power of the tongue, then certainly we have to be careful what we say and what we do. Because we are not reflecting what we learned if we're not living and speaking according to God's spiritual condition. 
And his condition for us is that we come submitted to him. His condition for us is that we begin to grow. We might have to take a look at our own personal lives and ask ourselves, are your words, um, do they bring power to change your environment? Are we lining up with God, what God is saying for us to do and how we should handle people? Are, are we looking to him for answers and solutions? Are we pursuing God in every way? Are we doing the things that God expects out of us? Are we letting the glory of God show and shine? By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. And it was what he said that allowed things to begin to be seen. So if that happens to be as the world is created, certainly it should happen to us as well. Now, I just say, I'm going to say a few things right now. You line it up or see if it's good for you. Have you been delivered from that? Do you need to or do we need to tweak it? So here's just some common statements that people make. And so in your own house and we're your own space because we're, we're, we're making motions towards moving forward. Words of life versus words of death. Words of life, I love you. Or words of death, I hate you. Words of life, you look great. Words of death, you gain weight. Words of life, you're hired. Words of death, you're fired. Words of life, you're my best friend. <laughs> words of death, you were a mistake. I see potential in you. You are lazy. And so we need to hear and speak more words of life. You're so smart. You make me happy. You are going to do great. You did your best. But making those steps, we have a transformation. We have to step outside of who we are. And again, I say, ask yourself, do I say things about myself or others that I quickly regret? And if so, I believe that the Holy Spirit begins to check us. So if there's a quick regret, we can begin to pray and ask if God would allow us not to say it. There are things that we have to gauge our tongue, guard our heart, and be careful what we say. So we can garnish our speech. We can do a little bit better. And why? Because we need to make a change. Because a little change in you will help me. And a little change in me will help you. Why? Because we pray together. And if we pray together from a position of freedom where you are speaking life and you are speaking and changing, but allowing the word of God to change within you, then your declarations and my declarations and our prayers together will bring the blessings of the Lord. Maybe uh, we might have to begin by speaking over our own selves. Something like, I'm blessed with God's supernatural wisdom, and I have clear direction for my life. I am blessed with creativity, with courage, with ability, with abundance. I'm blessed with strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm encouraged in the Lord, and I pray. So let us pray even now. Let us begin to pray. My intention is certainly to strengthen the body that gather on this line 
so that we are not only praying prayers that are heard by God, but backed up the enemy. That we are praying prayers that are pleasing by God and those that will be answered because he is a prayer answering God. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to come together on this prayer line. And so we lift this line before you, Lord God, knowing that you are sovereign, you are all-knowing, all power is in your hand, you are great and greatly to be praised. So be exalted over this prayer line. Be exalted in our households. Be exalted in our church. Be exalted, Lord God, on our jobs. Be exalted as we come and as we go. You are God all by yourself. You never fail. There's nothing too hard for you. There's nothing that you can't do. We thank you that you sit high and you look low. The earth is your footstool. And God, we thank you that no one is equal to you. No one is equal to our God. So we just thank you. We thank you for this prayer line. We thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity to come together. We thank you for our pastors, Reverend Elaine and Pastor Merritt, Reverend Flake. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you will continue to bless and keep and strengthen and cover their families. We ask, Heavenly Father, for the outpouring of your grace and your mercy. Tonight, Lord God, we thank you that we're able to come, Lord God, with thankful hearts, thankful that you care for us, thank you that you love us, thank you that you have a desire for us to be transformed and that we can renew and that we can be refreshed and we can find new energy to pray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, because there is nothing impossible for you, Lord God, that we bring every negative confession of doubt and unbelief into the submission under the Word of God. We thank you that you favor us, that you love us, and that you, Lord God, have a tremendous transformation taking place in our lives daily. So help us to engage in that. Help us, Heavenly Father, to, to build our faith, build our muscles of faith. We ask, Heavenly Father, that through your life that dwells on the inside of us, that we, Lord God, may find a passion and a fire for you. So arise in us, Lord God. Arise in us so that we can do all things, Lord God, but fail. Arise in us, O oh God, so that we, Lord God, may be able to pray for others. Arise in us so that we may see the manifestation, Lord God, of, of your plans and your hand in the earth. Arise in us as we meditate on the word of God so it can do what it, a good work in us and make a change in us. Arise in us and give us a revelation for the hope of our calling. Arise in us, Lord God, so that we can believe, so that we may believe in the word of God, that we may believe in you, that we may believe, Lord, that you answer prayer, and that there is greater work for us to do. Arise in us, Lord God, so that we, Heavenly Father, have a desire to, to know you even more and better. Arise in us, Heavenly Father, as, as we learn, help us to do better, Lord God. It's in your presence that we have a desire to, to, to come. And so wash and purge and cleanse us of all unrighteousness, but open our eyes so that we may see and feel and express our acceptance and our compassion, Lord God. In your presence, Lord God, we have a desire to know you better and to let go of our old ways of thinking and to allow, Lord God, new things to come forth. Open us up, Lord God, so that we, we are engaging in new experiences, Lord God, that we are embracing and affirming love and acceptance and peace in our households. 
Help us, Heavenly Father, to recognize the changes that we can make and need to make so that we may be able to come together, Lord God. For those, Lord God, who may feel lonely or exhausted, Lord God, we pray for a human connection that would bring them joy and laughter. And, and, and we ask, Lord God, as those, Lord God, who are in need of your presence, Lord God, that, that you said you'd never leave or forsake us, and we believe you. Father, we ask for those, Heavenly Father, who may be broken in some way, Lord God, that you can deliver and set them free and give them an understanding and a healing, Lord God. We ask that your love would comfort. For those, Lord God, who may have been rejected or, or not quite sure what it is, we pray, Lord God, uh, uh, that for a weapon to fight off the thoughts and the feeling of rejection. Father, we choose to, to, to use the word of God against the enemies of our souls. So we thank you, Lord God, that we were able to combat thoughts and feelings, Lord God. And we could acknowledge and accept your loving kindness and your presence that's always with us. We surrender, Lord God, any regrets. Things that we, oh, I wish I should have, could have, would have. Lord God, help us. Help us, Lord God, to be grateful for what we do have. Help us, Heavenly Father, to be instruments in your hand to be light wherever we can be, Heavenly Father. Help us to make a difference, Lord God, no matter where we are or what we do. For the many concerns, Lord God, that are in our city, in our nation. Help us, Heavenly Father, to, to take a stance and find our position on the wall so that we, Lord God, can pray against the plans of the enemy. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would move mightily, Lord God, in, in every system within our nation whether it's an educational or judicial system, we thank you that you are in the midst and you are welcome to make changes. You are welcome to do mighty and great works. Father, we pray for the things that you do, Lord God. We come into agreement with it, knowing, Lord God, that you communicate better than we do. You create better than we do. And so we ask, Lord God, for, for the peace that surpasses all understanding. We, Lord God, peacefully stand flat-footed and say, the Lord has heard my cry for mercy, and the Lord accepts my prayer. Why? Because this ministry has a desire to serve you. This prayer line have a desire to line up with your plans. This, this prayer line have a desire, Lord God, to recognize what you would have us to pray about and when. So you give us the discernment, Lord God, and you give us the will to pray, Heavenly Father. And so we obey, and as we obey, we enjoy. We take joy, Lord God, in the assignment that you have given us for prayer, to do the will of God brings satisfaction, and it brings joy. And so, Lord, we thank you even now today for you blessing, Lord God, someone who needs healing today, for you blessing family members and drawing them closer to each other as you draw them nearer to you. We thank you for the blessing, Lord God, over our church, that, and you bless us financially so that we may be able to help the community and make a difference. We thank you, Lord God, for strength today to do what you have called us to do. We surrender it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. We surrender it in Jesus' name. And certainly we claim victory in every area of our lives, even as we change the way we think, change the way we speak, and certainly change the way we operate uh, in the kingdom knowing that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. We want to thank God for 
Reverend Dantzler tonight on and how she has really uh, been uh, able to give us food for thought. And we not only have food for thought, but I think we have a prayer agenda that we can uh, go to God and ask for some different things and ask and speak to God differently. And we certainly thank God for that. Uh, thank you, Reverend Dantzler. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And, of course, I do thank all of you who have joined us on tonight, on this Friday night, the 19th day of August in the year 2022. We pray that you will join us on tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock on this prayer line when Reverend uh, Carson will convene and we will continue to go to God in prayer. Certainly we hope that you will join us on Sunday, if not in person, virtually. We pray that you will continue to support our church and support the vision that God has given us even in this time of pandemic. Uh, may you rest well tonight. May your sleep be peaceful, and may your day tomorrow be blessed. And please, please, please remember that the joy of the Lord is definitely our strength. Good night, and God bless. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Good night.